Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Recapping NFL Draft Day 2 right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam and Heath here to talk about the winners and the losers, the important draft picks from rounds two and three. Who's the biggest winner after day two, or of day two, I should say? I would say after day two, it would be Jalen Hurts, but you can hear that discussion on the other podcast. Uh, I'm going to go with Sky Moore, landing in the spot that so many had him mocked to, the Kansas City Chiefs, pairing up with Patrick Mahomes. I think he'll fit into that offense near seamlessly gets into a good situation in year one because he has so many other people to draw attention he can get behind the defense but also after year one there's really on the roster currently no competition for him to be the number one wide receiver for Mahomes. and give me the biggest loser i think it has to be michael carter um Brees hall was the best running back in this class i think Brees hall would have been the best running back in the last class and Michael Carter was a fourth-round pick. And so he falls into probably the smaller part of a committee where he's at least the pass-catching back early. But Brees Hall is good catching the ball as well, so I don't know that Carter even holds on to that role for the entire season. Do you think Brees Hall will crack your top 12 at any point? On a weekly basis, yes, towards the end of the season. I don't think he will in redraft. In Dynasty, he's already there. I'm just trying to figure out how high he's going to be. I think he's going to be a top five back in terms of Dynasty. Wow. Okay, what do you think about Ken Walker and James Cook going to Seattle and Buffalo, respectively, in the second round? I will. Yes, I, 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 I like Ken Walker as a as a flex play. Maybe he'll be a number two at running back at some point this season. But as long as Chris Carson and Rashad Penny are both on the roster, I'd be pretty concerned about his role early in the year, um, especially with Pete Carroll in charge of things there. So I think Walker might be one of those second half backs that we saw, like with a DeAndre Swift a couple of years ago, where he has an impact later, but not not so much early in the year. Uh, James Cook. I would bet on him leading rookie running backs in receptions. The Bills talked about how they tried to go get J.D. McKissick and had him kind of taken away from him, and they got James Cook to do the things they wanted McKissick to do. I think he really negatively impacts Devin Singletary's upside because I'm not sure Singletary's going to get on the field on third downs very often. All right, if we look at the wide receivers who were selected today, Christian Watson was the first one, seventh wide receiver selected overall in the draft and the first one in round two, and he went 34th overall to the Packers, which was really nice to see. We wanted to see the Packers draft a wide receiver. But do you like Sky Moore better in just redraft leagues? Would you take Sky Moore ahead of everyone else drafted today? No, I would take Watson over Moore in a redraft league. I would take Moore over Watson, I think, in a in a dynasty league. But Watson has the most opportunity. I'm a little skeptical that he can win as a number one wide receiver in the NFL as a rookie, and then he can win over Aaron Rodgers' trust. I kind of expect that Watson's going to fill more of the Marquez Valdez-Scantling role, and Alan Lazard's going to be the guy who leads the team in targets. But if Watson goes out and wins that job, then then he's got the possibility to be the number one wide receiver in this class this year. And who else stood out, I guess, at the wide receiver position in terms of players you might draft this year? And, of course, the guys who went on day one, yes. But anyone else from day two? 
No, yeah, George Pickens. I, I I wrote about him a little bit. I think he has more upside than Deontay Johnson or Chase Claypool over the long term of his career. And now he walks into a situation with a rookie quarterback so where he could build rapport and has the same edge that Johnson or Claypool would. If Pickens can really earn a role at the start of the year, I think he can grow on that. And he could be somebody who's maybe a number three wide receiver in the second half. Tight ends, quarterbacks, anything really jump out at those two positions? For redraft purposes, I don't think there will be. I mean, that the big thing was that Dulcich probably runs Alberto as a top 12 tight end. Um, at quarterback, I, I would not be surprised if we get to see Ritter play some this year, but I don't know that that really changes anything for the way I feel about the, the players in Atlanta. These are more dynasty moves, and the, and even at that, they are guys who are going to be outside the top 20 at their position in dynasty. Yeah, even Malik Willis will be outside the top 20? Malik Willis might be outside the top 25. It, he was a guy I thought might be closer to 15. I thought he might be in the Tua range of the could-be QB1s a month into the season. But just falling that far and then landing in a situation in Tennessee where I don't think there's hardly any chance that he gets to start this year, um, it, it's a tough climb from here. All right, that's it for us tonight here on Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll have another one for you tomorrow after the third day of the NFL Draft. Have a great night and a great day, everybody.